Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Here we are in the last week of the year. Welcome to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. John Eldridge and Craig McConnell here in the last days of 2013. And wow, what a year it it has been. A great year. Yeah, yeah, a really great year. Craig, as you look back on the year here at Ransomed Heart, what are the highlights for you? What memories in particular, what acts of God, what funny moments, as you look back on a year at the front, Mm -hmm. Yeah. what stands out? John, uh, gosh, a flood, a flood of memories, emotions, thoughts, major theme by far and away is uh, God coming, growth. I mean, I'll, I'll hit a couple of things. Our staff has grown mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. matured. And mm-hmm. to see men and women, uh, notable maturity and growth and strength and beauty and offering, it's been a phenomenal year for us, I think, as a team in growing. You know what's interesting in that? I just realized, how many of our staff do you think we're in counseling this year? <laughs> I don't mean in crisis. I mean, I mean, made the choice, uh-huh. made the choice to go deeper with God yeah. and grow as a person and be stronger and be more wholehearted because you have to be wholehearted at the front. Yeah. I mean, when you live, when you live, you know, at one of the many fronts of the war of the kingdoms, like the enemy finds your weakness Yes. And so you have to be as wholehearted as you can be. And so I'm just so proud of our team seeking wholeheartedness yes. this year. Yes, yes. That's a beautiful thing, just the personal growth that we've experienced as men and women. A uh, couple of just flashes I'm having as you ask that question is um, just all the times we've spent praying, worshiping, and thinking through and talking through what God would have us to do. And I think some of my highlights are how we reverse field at times on different things, how we're we're heading in a direction and we're organizing, planning, and thinking. And it's always with kind of an open hand in how we will be headed in some trajectory and God will say, nope, nope. And we do a a 90-degree adjustment, and I just love when God shows up and there's a consensus and we all agree, and I love how this year has involved some shifts and change and nuance and just kind of walking with God. That's one of the highlights, you know. Things like South Africa, oh, my gosh, for me, just exhausting, a pound of flesh, and yet we saw things happen that we've never dreamed imaginable. So Craig's referring to our boot camp that we did, a Wild at Heart event in May outside Johannesburg. And it was years, literally, in the planning. And we had men from 19 countries 
come? Yes, 19 countries, 10 African countries, five continents. It was truly an international event, yes. but deeply rooted in South Africa and, and in the African nations. So powerful. I was nervous, honestly, going into that. Well, I mean, for a number of reasons, but one was I wasn't sure. I know that, quote, apartheid is, you know, dismantled, but it's not in the sense of the spiritual and the racial tensions. I've never been in a country where the reigning spirits of fear and hatred were so strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, you literally could just feel it in the air. The whole thing feels like it's ready to explode at any moment. My concern was I knew that a number of of black Africans would be coming to the event, mm -hmm. um, you know, priests from Kenya and friends from Uganda, friends from South Africa. I knew and I wasn't sure how that was going to go down in, yes. uh, you know, in that environment. And it felt like those four days were lifted out of this political world and set within the kingdom. I mean, yes. it just gone. None of it. I mean, it just love, grace. You had young, fatherless black men weeping in the arms of old white guys. I mean, it was just absolutely breathtaking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of my memories is of a man coming up, and he'd come to Colorado to a boot camp 10 years or so ago from South Africa, and it changed his life. And he had been a— He came to Christ? Yes, yeah. At our boot camp? Yes, yeah. Comes from South Africa <laughs> to Colorado— Cubs to Christ, and he was an engineer or something, and he goes back to uh, to South Africa, and uh, he starts an orphanage. And there were tears in his eyes as he, he told me he hadn't been a, a great father to his sons, but God led him to start this orphanage, and, and with this just this huge smile, he says, I'm a, I'm a great father to, I think it was something like 60 60 boys and 40 girls yeah. he's fathering. And there were stories like that and against the context mm -hmm. of hate and anger and suspicion. It was the perfect environment for the beauty of the gospel to mm -hmm. shine. Mm -hmm. It really was. It was one of the most beautiful events I think we've ever mm -hmm. been a part of. It was also one of the most costly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not... Uh, even possible to describe the level of spiritual warfare mm -hmm. that we encountered when we were there and afterwards, but it literally took our team months to recover spiritually from the cost of that, yeah. uh, just massively, massively. And then I get bit by a poison spider, yeah. which we actually ended up tying to some witchcraft there. and. You know, I'm taken out in the event with just this poisoning of my body. It felt like I had, it felt like I had drunk a, a liter of ethyl alcohol, mm -hmm. you know, and just poison, toxic, kind of somewhat delirious. Yeah. I mean, the major theme, the major theme, yes, beauty, yes. glory, redemption, healing, breakthrough, massive. Yes. Minor theme, you know, that was a very costly event. Where, what pops in your mind looking back over the year, John? Where, well, where do you go? Yeah, I have to go to writing Killing Lions with Sam. Mm -hmm. um, 
most of our listeners don't even know this yet, coming out next year, uh, in the fall next year, is a new book that my son Sam and I have written together called Killing Lions, which is the subtitle is A Guide Through the Trials Young Men Face. And it's kind of for young guys, you know, sort of from high school graduation to when you're 30, you know, sort of in those years of college and the 20s and work and love and girls and meaning and can you chase your dreams and, you know, kind of learning how to do adult life as a young man and, oh, just the joy of Hmm. doing that together. Are you kidding me? Teaching my son. All three of my sons are English majors. All three of them are writers. They're really good writers. Yeah, so to sit down with Sam, Hmm. write a book together, come on. I mean, that was was a highlight of the year for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I think... uh, there's the uh, level of events and what God did through those times. And then there's the ongoing kind of our relating in the walls and offices and space here. Um, I, I'm just thinking of so much laughter and joy uh, that we've had over this year together after an event or just doing what we do here. And while I'm smiling and just recalling uh, goofy times, fun times, uh, sober times. I, I just, uh, I also realize how much we've had to fight for that joy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to preserve it mm-hmm. and to to get it. Mm-hmm. I think one of the holiest moments for me in the entire year took place back in October at the Captivating Advanced. Mm. I've been to our women's events for different portions you know, over the years. But to be there the entire time, to be deeply immersed in the event, man, I'll tell you one thing that just one of the things that blew me away is I sat in the back, you know, one of the very few men at the event, you know, here's just hundreds of women raising their hands in, in worship and, and then, you know, weeping during sessions and prayer times. And I just... I was so blown away of, God, why why did you put such a tender creature into such a brutal story? You know, like, I get men. Like, I get that. Made to be warriors, belong at the front, made for war, made for battle. But then, then to be in the context of, oh, Jesus, and to watch the, the healing. Anyway, one of the holiest moments was had the opportunity on stage to um, speaking about more inner healing and how that comes to us. And one of the major spirits that was set against the event, one of the, you know, Jesus said, bind the strong man, you can plunder his house. One of the strong men that was set against the event was hatred of women. And we were at a point in the event where we couldn't, I just could tell we weren't getting the breakthrough that the women needed and were you know, aching for and and what was in the way was that. And so just to kind of stand in on behalf of the men who had wounded them and ask their forgiveness, renounce Mm -hmm. hatred of women, you know, their being able to forgive, then disarm that. And I mean, oh my goodness, the healing and the restoration and the beauty that that swept in in the mm. wake of that. That's mm. a highlight of the year. And then Stacy turned around and virtually almost did the exact same thing, the November men's advanced, 
where she's never spoken at a men's event before, and she came in and did the mother wound yeah. session, totally caught the guys yeah. off guard, and then did the same thing. It was very powerful when she kind of stood in on behalf of their mothers and said, I'm sorry, forgive me. There was a man who came up to me afterwards and said that his mother had committed suicide a number of years prior, and he had not been able to forgive her until that moment when Stacy asked for forgiveness yeah. on behalf of their mothers, and it was this lifetime breakthrough for him. I mean, kind of once-in-a-lifetime massive moments of, I mean, gang, like those kinds of moments, they happened a hundred times this year. Mm -hmm. You know, when you begin to think of the beauty of the redemption, it's just so it's just so holy. Yeah. At that moment at the men's advanced where Stacy spoke, so many men afterwards were so caught off guard. I mean, Stacy's coming up to speak and it was kind of a oh, this is nice. We get to meet Stacy and <laughs> oh it'll you know, this'll be enjoyable. You know, I wonder what she has to say. Yeah. And it wasn't long before just sniffling and tears and major disruption of yeah, a category major. most men. And God seems to to do that a lot for us and over the year through so many around the world with what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, the notes and things we get from – that's one of the things that's astonishing to me. And – we did a regional boot camp. Um, was this our first one, John, when we went to yeah. Mount Hermon in Northern California together? First one outside Colorado, Colorado. within the United States. You yeah. know, we usually go abroad, but it was our first U.S. event that was not in Colorado. Yeah. I just remember a whole new venue in the States reaching a, a, a regional area and just the, the men, the excitement – and God showing up in the redwoods, and just everything from from the lodging and the team time. There's something about being on mission together. God just bonds us together, and, and there's so much battle, but there's such a camaraderie and a sense of uh, purpose, and and such a joy and fulfillment walking with God. and And that was a tough mission too, but for the team. And then for the men, I mean, God came in just a remarkable way to so many men. It was astounding. Yeah, it really was. It really was. And as I'm looking down now at a calendar, um, my goodness, in January, we released Utter Relief of Holiness, mm. um, just an enormously helpful book for so many people. And then February was hoping in the coming kingdom. Oh, gosh, friends, I hope that you've listened to that audio resource. If you haven't, this mm -hmm. would be a perfect time here at the turning of the year to listen to that, the captivating events. And then Stacy's book, Becoming Myself, coming out. And yeah. The redemption that that's ushering in now for women. It's just, um, here's the two things I'm struck by. The staggering cost of this mm -hmm. and the overwhelming beauty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, of all the things that kind of sort of stand out, the redemption that's taking place yes. is at such a profound level and such a staggering scope, it's absolutely breathtaking. Mm -hmm. 
and the battle to usher that in is very real. Yeah. I think when we do our monthly fast and prayer and worship time, it's really pretty common for me just during the worship time just to let the worship just soak and to find my heart just exalting that I get to be a part of something mm. so amazing mm. and just the longing for more. Mm-hmm. Right. And the more being others doing this alongside of exactly. us. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, friends, as we sit here and reflect on the year at Ransomed Heart, I can only imagine that it's encouraging you, I hope, stirring you to do some reflecting on your year. Mm. And I think probably the themes are going to be similar. There's a major theme and there's a minor theme. The major theme is God and his kingdom and that that's real in the midst of some absolutely profound suffering this year and some pretty heinous warfare. You know, that's the minor theme, right? Yes. I mean, on a personal level, same thing. Yeah. And looking back on a year, whether it's an organization or your life, you have to have the right grid to interpret things. You cannot let the minor theme which is real, and at times acute, be the major theme. It cannot be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. The interpretive grid being the larger story. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's just huge. And friends, you have helped to make this year possible at Ransomed Heart. Through your prayers, through your love, through your financial support of us, so many of you carrying the message forward. I mean, in some ways, we just did a little mini review of your year Mm -hmm. in your world as you're battling for hearts and lives and you're facing the warfare, you know, feeling the cost of it, but also seeing the beauty of redemption. So (laughs) we love you. We love being your friends. And here at the end of the year, we bless you, we bless your lives, and we just invite you into a new year of advancing the kingdom. Mm -hmm. You know, let's go take some more hills. Let's go rescue lives together. Let's go change the world. 